This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's time to look past the stage lights and Learjets. On my side of the story is very different. To see the stories sitting under the surface. Testing the waters, just seeing if y'all are still fun. Just wanted to save, just wanted to save. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, November 15th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Matt LeBlanc had the tears flowing on Tuesday with his tribute to his late Friends co-star Matthew Perry, who died at 54 on October 28th. For 10 seasons, the duo starred as roommates and best buds, with LeBlanc portraying the goofy Joey Tribbiani to Perry's lovably sarcastic Chandler Bing. Referring to their time together as, quote, an honor, LeBlanc remembered Perry in a Tuesday Instagram post, writing alongside a carousel of images from the show, Matthew, it is with a heavy heart I say goodbye. The times we had together are honestly among the favorite times of my life. It was an honor to share the stage with you and to call you my friend. I will always smile when I think of you, and I'll never forget you. Never. Spread your wings and fly, brother. You're finally free. Much love. And I guess you're going to keep the 20 bucks you owe me. Courtney Cox shared her own tribute on Instagram on Tuesday with a video blooper of the scene where audiences find out that Chandler and Monica slept together in London at Ross's wedding. In the caption, Cox wrote, quote, I am so grateful for every moment I had with you, Maddie, and I miss you every day. When you work with someone as closely as I did with Matthew, there are thousands of moments I wish I could share. For now, here's one of my favorites. To give a little backstory, Chandler and Monica were supposed to have a one-night fling in London, but because of the audience's reaction, it became the beginning of their love story. In this scene, before we started rolling, he whispered a funny line for me to say. He often did things like that. He was funny, and he was kind. You can watch that scene and the blooper at EW.com. Taika Waititi is inviting the world into his open relationship with Marvel. The Thor Love and Thunder director recently shared the intimate details of his future with the MCU, which may or may not involve another outing with Chris Hemsworth's God of Thunder. While the latest adventure from the buff Avenger certainly left the door open for more, Waititi has so much on his plate that he doesn't mind if the franchise looks elsewhere for a director. Responding to rumors that the studio is indeed developing a fifth Thor movie, Waititi told Business Insider, quote, I wouldn't know if that's accurate. I know that I won't be involved. I'm going to concentrate on these other films that I've signed on for. Waititi was previously tapped to direct and co-write a new Star Wars film, as well as a live-action Flash Gordon remake, among others. He also told the outlet that he plans for his adaptation of the acclaimed Kazuo Ishiguro novel Clara and the Sun to be his next movie. That's not all, folks. Days after news broke that Warner Brothers was dropping an anvil on the completed movie Coyote vs. Acme by scrapping it for a tax write-off, the studio has reversed course. 
EW has confirmed that director Dave Green will now be allowed to shop the hybrid live-action animated movie to other potential distributors for a theatrical or streaming release. Based on a humor piece published in The New Yorker in 1990, Coyote vs. Acme is produced and co-written by James Gunn and stars John Cena and Will Forte, duking it out in a lawsuit filed by the Roadrunner's iconic nemesis. The film was set to go the way of Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt, which were abruptly pulled from WB's release schedule to take tax write-downs last year. Those moves were widely criticized at the time, and the decision to shelf Coyote vs. Acme was similarly controversial, especially given Looney Tunes' status as an iconic brand for the studio. According to The Hollywood Reporter, several filmmakers canceled upcoming meetings with Warner Brothers after the news broke. And Barry Manilow waited decades to publicly come out as a gay man, and now he's getting more candid about his reasons why. On the latest episode of Who's Talking to Chris Wallace, Manilow sat down with a veteran journalist to discuss his life and career, and why, after 39 years with his manager and now husband, Gary Keefe, he chose to come out in 2017, when he was 73. At the time, the legendary singer-songwriter told People magazine he thought it would have been disappointing for fans if they knew he was gay. But now he says there was more to it, explaining, quote, Well, in the 70s, you know, you didn't come out. It wasn't the same as it is today. Now, being gay is no big deal. But back in the 70s, it would have killed a career. Asked by Wallace if he felt like he had to hide who he was, Manilow said he never thought about it. And he credits his husband for saving his life. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Forget those multi-million dollar mansions in the Hollywood Hills. Today's number three pick is all about the drama between the brokers on Selling Sunset, who are reuniting to hash out the many arguments of the latest season. Will Chrishell and Nicole bury the hatchet? Can Brie get past Chelsea's opinion of her personal life? And did Amanza's peacekeeping mission verge too far into meddling? And then there's one really big question that I can't wait to hear the answer to in this preview. Welcome to Selling Sunset, the reunion. Pray for us, please. Boss energy. That was like a slap in the face. Well, my it's side of the story is very different. Boss energy. This is my real life. Tomorrow, we're not going to just be cool. Her implying that I'm trying to start a battle. You're not never for me. You never. started the fire and now we're in it. So let's go. Stop it. <laughs> Michelle was just a topic on camera. Ooh, what in the actual F? Are you still in love with Michelle? Oh, well, Marie Lou seemed to be creating more problems than she was helping solve. But was it all for the cameras? Find out on the Selling Sunset Reunion, which is available to stream starting at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific on Netflix. It's trivia time. November 2008 saw the release of Quantum of Solace, a Bond movie famous for having its script completed just hours before the start of the 2008 writer's strike. It was also the first time since 1967 that a Bond movie did not feature the character saying which line. Was it shaken, not stirred, Bond, James Bond, or I don't give a damn? Stick around for the answer. Number 
Matt Reif is best known for his viral TikTok videos. However, he'll go a little longer than TikTok allows at our number two pick today, his new stand-up special, Matt Reif Natural Selection. The comedian has toured the world and built an audience through viral videos, quick-witted crowd work, and a willingness to say just about anything. For instance, his recent assertion that it's, quote, harder for him to get a laugh than most comedians because he says he's physically attractive. Must be tough. Here's a tease for his new special. I can't stand social media, which I know is crazy because it's why you're all here. Do you ever eat someone's ass and break up? Bro, I would your grandma in a heartbeat. I know that's gross. Just testing the waters. Just seeing if y'all are still fun. Just wanted to see. Just wanted to see. Did those jokes hit harder because you couldn't see a handsome face? Hmm, find out today when Matt Reif's Natural Selection starts streaming on Netflix. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Dougray Scott has returned for the second season of the Scottish crime drama Irvine Welsh's Crime. The Train Spotting Creators series follows D.I. Ray Lennox as he investigates the abduction of a young girl in Edinburgh, Scotland. It's a gritty drama with shady characters around every corner. But we wondered, is that the kind of show that captures Dougray Scott's attention when he's turning on the TV at night? So we asked Dougray Scott, what you watching? I have been binge watching two shows, I guess. I've been watching Succession and I've been watching The Morning Show, both of which I love very much. Um, Succession, I think, is one of the greatest shows that I've seen since uh, The Sopranos which was also, I think, a groundbreaking show. Um, and Succession is just filled with... I mean, I think the writing is exceptional. That world is um, really interesting. I mean, none of these people would I want to spend any time with at all, normally. But I find myself drawn to the sort of... the dysfunction within that family and the relationships that they have and how unpleasant they all are, but they're still incredibly attractive. So I really quite um, I'm drawn to it, and obviously I think Brian Cox is just sensational in it. They're all wonderful. All the actors are just perfectly wonderful. And in the morning show, I just I was you know was you know lived in America a lot, and so I, I used to watch morning TV, been on morning TV, advertising stuff, and so that world I think is really authentically captured, and just the the, the actors are, um, are. I mean Billy Crudup, I know, but he. He's just so different. He's just off, you know, he's left field. He's just like, 
this odd character who's just so beguiling and captivating and brilliant. Uh, and they're all wonderful. They're all really, really wonderful. Um, yeah. So I, I and I and I like the storylines and the all the actors in that show are, are, are brilliant. So that's the two shows I would pick out. Well, you can catch Scott starring in the second season of Irvine Welsh's Crime, streaming now on BritBox. Daniel Radcliffe is paying tribute to his longtime Harry Potter stuntman on today's number one pick. The actor serves as an executive producer on the new HBO doc David Holmes, The Boy Who Lived, about how a stunt injury on the set of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows left stunt performer David Holmes permanently paralyzed. The two men essentially grew up together on the Potter movies, learning to ride broomsticks and fight Death Eaters until Holmes' accident. The documentary features behind-the-scenes footage from Hogwarts, and it's a deep dive into Holmes' story. Here's the trailer. Being a stuntman is the best job in the world. You're constantly being tested, just risking it all. I used to fly. Nothing's like it, man. David went in for something, for the sheer fun of it. He had no concepts of fear. I knew I was going to be a stuntman. Then I got the best job in the world. Lead stunt double for Daniel on the Potter films. Dave just seemed like a cool older brother. He would do the most dangerous physical stuff. We would do things none thought was possible. What was nice about it was that they all grew up together, 10 years on every film. It was brilliant, until it wasn't. I remember straight after breaking my neck, I said, there's no chance of coming back. Worst day in the film business that I've ever read. It is unfair. He shouldn't have had to do any of that. In my mind, Dave's indestructible. This terrible thing happened to Dave, but I don't want to talk as if his life is a tragedy. The way his life has affected the lives of people around him means that it is the furthest thing from that imaginable. Three, two, one. Salvages! Before my accident, everything was about being cool and being a stuntman. Now it's about being present. I have so much love in my life. All I needed a couple You got your mum? You know, I had lots of great friends, and I'm so lucky. I've had such a crazy life. Such highs and such lows. But I was able to find light in the darkest of places. is a truly inspiring story right there. The Boy Who Lived is available to stream now on Max. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. 2008's Quantum of Solace was the first time since 1967 that a Bond film was missing which famous Bond line? Was it shaken, not stirred, Bond, James Bond, or I don't give a damn? 
Well, director Mark Forster didn't give a damn if Bond introduced himself, though this is a bit of a trick question. Daniel Craig, who was playing Bond for just the second time, did not say Bond, James Bond, or shaken, not stirred in the movie. But it was the first time since the 1960s that a Bond movie did not include the line Bond, James Bond. It was reportedly filmed, but didn't make the final cut. Bond also failed to introduce himself this way in 1963's From Russia With Love and in 1965's Thunderball. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Hall, Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Devin Kogan, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One, two, one.